This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hello everyone, it's your favourite podcast host here, Joe Redman, just letting you know that the TalkSport Fan Network is now proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Scott He's been threatening that recently. And all the Burnley players run to the Darwin end. Burnley win the next ball. It's Rory now. He's on the outside. He's on. Oh, he got it. Ashley Barnes with it. What a cross from Rory. And there was Ashley Barnes. And finally leading the Derby. Obviously quickly finds Benson in space at the byline. Can Burnley get a goal here? Back for Brownell. Saved by the keeper. And he's on the outside, comes inside, comes out a shot, oh what a goal, Manuel Benson once more, that is top class. Burnley have done it, fantastic, Clarence deserved the championship title, they've been the best side throughout the campaign, Burnley have won the second tier, what a fantastic achievement, the players have been magnificent. Yes, hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Turfcast podcast pre-game show with me, Joe Redmond, head of the daunting trip down to that there, London, to take on Arsenal. Uh, I'm just looking forward to the international break. I don't know about you guys at the minute, but it's uh, not been a great season so far, has it? And now we play a side that has only lost once all season, uh, fourth in the Premier League, wounded animal in a way because they lost in the Premier League last time, but hopefully they've taken that out on the severe in the Champions League in midweek. But as you can see, I'm joined by Cecil from AFTV. You probably recognise him. How are you doing, mate? I'm very well, thank you. It's actually a saying that I'm recovering because um, I was at that Newcastle game when we lost our first game um, in the league and recovering from a bit of, of illness, getting cold, <laughs> Change, changing weather, getting <laughs> a bit cold now, but, um, and also recovering from the defeat because yeah. we weren't... We, we weren't our, not that we weren't our best, but it was, it was, it was our first defeat and, and obviously there some VAR issues in it as well, but just still recovering. But better that I was at the, I was at the severe game um, at home on Wednesday and, and, and we were quite comfortable in that one. So, um, yeah, looking forward to this one. Hopefully we keep I'm the same. I'm sure you are. Uh, we'll get into all that in a second, but just to let everyone know, we are, of course, sponsored by Green King Sport, uh, where football is more than a game. Green King Sport venues are showing every televised Burnley fixture over the course of the season. So instead of turning to the internet for a dodgy stream, get your mates together and get down to your local Green King pub and get closer to the action. This season, Green King have launched Green King Sport 
on Instagram, which will be home to fan content, deals and competition throughout the season. They've already given away Champions League final tickets and signed shirts, so you don't want to miss out. So please go and drop them a follow. But Cecil, you mentioned it there already. You've had a decent start to the season. You know what? I was actually shocked. I just got the Premier League table up then. Uh, well, before I did the, the the show with Turkish, you go check that out on the AFTV uh, yep. channel straight after this. Uh, you're actually down in fourth. I presumed you were second, like because I think you've been... Uh, uh, sorry for swearing, but yeah, Tottenham have had a good start to the season as well. But I, I don't know. I, I just... I, I was just saying on Turkish's show then, box to box, um, I actually put a bet on Arsenal at the start of the season to win the league. And I thought you would do well. And you have done well, but I'm shocked to see you down in fourth. But you've had a good start to the season, I think. What are your thoughts on the season so far? Yeah, no, no. Um, so you make a good point that I think even me, I, I look, I don't really look at the table too much. I mean, people might find it as a surprise. I printed it on my on my top uh, last year at Christmas. It's <laughs> on the table, but... I don't look at it too often. I saw that as well. I saw obviously us in fourth and, and you guys in 19th. And I thought you guys were a bit higher than 19th because I watched that Crystal Palace game and I thought you lot were unlucky. I know the scoreline might reflect a 2-0 result, but you guys were quality, I think. Um, yeah, Brown Hill was really good. Um, oh, who, you got your wing, yeah. Koliosha was in, was sensational in yeah. that game, in my opinion. But all it is just putting the ball in the back of the net, which I think you guys struggled with. So when I saw you guys... Um, second from bottom, I was quite surprised as well. But for us, I think it's just we've dropped points. Yes, we, we lost our first game against Newcastle, and it's Newcastle away, so it's understandable. But like we've dropped points and not getting wins when they've become draws instead of wins. Uh, I think that's probably why I think there's a lot of a lot of three points we should have taken, but ended up taking one. Um, and that's probably why we're a little bit further down than than you might have thought. And even 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 to me a little bit surprised because if you think about it, we've gone unbeaten Bars Spurs. Um you would have thought, obviously they have now lost, but apart from them, you would have thought we'd been second. But hopefully we get our three points and you're generous on Saturday and let us enjoy our time and we can start coming back up and challenging again. Yes. Well, if we are generous, uh, I'm sure it won't be intentional, but I, we, we may well be generous if we're going to play like we have done this season. But um, yeah, just just thoughts on, on the game then. like uh, Not on the game as such, we'll get into that later, but obviously... There's a lot of worry amongst Burnley fans about this game. I'm not looking forward to it. There's a lot of talk on social media about how it could be four, five, six and stuff like that. What's your thought process ahead of this game? Is it a case of just get the win or is it a case of no? Let, let's get a win and, and, and really put Burnley to the sword. Really make a statement after that Newcastle match. Oh. And be honest. Okay. okay. Be honest. Okay. <laughs> you know what? Going on, on other fan channels for the teams about to play, you don't want to come across to... Like, they don't come across too arrogant or too, too confident, but no, I get it. The truth of it is, right? I looked at our head to head numbers, and you know, you've beaten us since the last twice since the last time we come to the Emirates. The scores yeah. in the last five have been like nil nil, one one, one nil you, one nil you, one nil us at your place. Like, the, 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 the scores are so close, and you guys I haven't had a great start to the season. We've had an, a good start to the season, so. And I want Arsenal, like you just mentioned there, towards the end of the kind of the, your, your question. I want us, I want us to put you to the sword. I do want to see because when you look at head to head, I know it's, it's small, it's, it's 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 finicky things, it's, it's small things that you know not many people care about. But one one nil nil one nil. I, I want to see a five Arsenal, <laughs> like I want to see it or a four, like and I don't want to come across as, as as being an arrogant fan at all. But that's what I'd like to see. I, I may not even that may not even happen because Arsenal can can have these moments where. We play a club that's not that's struggling or not doing too well, and then when we slip up, we saw against Bournemouth 
um, last year when you know I know we won that game, but it was like a last minute winner. I've seen at times when we've gone to Everton when they haven't won a game in over three or two months, and then we go there and we lose. Um, oh, sorry, they have, yeah, they haven't won a game. Yeah, we haven't won a game in, in that sort of time, and they go and, and beat us. So I don't listen. Ask football outcome for up surprises, but if you're asking me how I truthfully feel, I want us to really put you to put you to the sword, which, which I feel a bit bad about because we're both coming from all of Pep, our managers in Arteta and companies. Yeah. Um, yeah. And what he's done, if I'm honest with you guys, I really have. But we're kind of on the trajectory now where we need to just get get results, get to the international break, come back and then and, and keep challenging. So that's where I'm at. But no, mate, I respect it, I respect the honesty. I think I probably said that a few times last season on some championship fan channels. So don't worry, I've, I've been in that position. And you do sometimes want to go back, but at the same time, you want to be honest. But it's funny you mentioned that head to head because I do want to reference that because obviously last time out was nil nil. Uh, and then a 1-0 win for you guys, then a 1-1, then a 1-0 win for us, uh, and then a 0-0. But I think a lot of the things we need to remember is a lot of that is Sean Dyche ball. It's, it's not going to be like that anymore. I, I think it, I think it's 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 going to be completely different. It's, there's going to be goals, there's going to be open defences, and I think there's going to be um, some players that you have that can hurt us. However, you do have quite a few injuries, don't you? Saka's injured. Yeah. Odegaard's injured, which is hurting my FPL draft team a lot, by the way. Um, and there's quite a few other injuries as well. You just want to give us an update on all the injuries? Yeah, so so Saka we don't really know about right now because of, um, I mean, he looked injured in the Champions League game as in he kept getting kicked down, he ended up coming off. But um, um, So so we don't know what his status is with, with that is. Martin Odegaard, we still don't know it's a hip, it's a hip injury. I don't know when he's going to be back. We're hoping for... We're hoping for Saturday, but obviously, if he does play Saturday, then Norway are looking to take him. He is the captain yeah. of them, so I don't really know if I want him to feature or just say let's just stop him from going to international, um, and we can save him for when he comes back for Arsenal after the international break. The likes of Timber is obviously out for a long-term injury. Thomas Partey, they're saying he's not going to be ready for the end until the end of the year potentially, and then he's got Afcon, so he will be out. Um, Eddie and Ketia, I don't know what's going on there. Um, he picked up an injury. That's all I know. I don't, I don't know when he's getting back. There's not really much information on it either. Um, but at the moment, yeah, we're riddled with injuries. I know you guys are as well. So I think yeah. injuries are really affecting a lot of teams right now. As we're coming towards, you know, the winter period where some of the, you know, the foreign players aren't adjusting or acclimatising very well. And also, you know, middle stage of the, or come up to the middle stage of the season, it's starting to take a toll. But um, do you know what? Funny enough, and, and, and looking at those head-to-heads when you just mentioned it, and I mentioned it earlier as well, just like, I remember coming to Turf Moor and feeling stressed that we may not get a result. And, and, and it's kind of near the beginning of Arteta. And it's kind of, it's actually around the time where he was being very much questioned for his job. Yeah. And, and I kind of wanted to bring this up because I want, not that I can speak from a higher position because it's all football clubs, we're all in the same league, we're playing the best league in the world. But like, we, we stuck with Mikko Arteta. There's a time where, you know, he came with a new philosophy. He wants to change a lot of things. Um, and he's done, the, he's done the right thing in, uh, in doing that. And we've done the right thing in sticking by him. Because when we came to Turf, I was at that game, when we won 1-0, and it was that Odegaard free kick. And we literally, yeah. we were sweating. That I was, honestly, I was so stressed. I was like, why am I, this is Burnley, no offence, but we should be beating it. And, and we struggled. So, and you're right, you can mention it was, it's Deitch ball, but yeah, it does take right, time yeah. to get those processes and those playing patterns and the styles really cemented. And company, I believe, has that. I know, you know, you're coming back into the, you're coming into the, back into the league, but I, I hope you guys stick with him because it's, it's, it's always nice as a fan to watch your team play good football. But it just takes yeah. time to click. Um, but yeah, yeah. Just, I want to get off my chest. No, there. yeah, no, I, I don't think there's any 
any rumours of anything happening. So it's nothing will be happening. There's just a few murmurs among some fans who, in my opinion, are wrong and silly to question him. You know, it's a long-term process. And if we go down, I would want to go down with him and then come back with him. But it's funny you mentioned that as well. Like This, this is the sort of thing that with company, and I'll get your opinion on, on what company's done with us in a, in a minute, but that was always the mentality amongst opposition fans. Like, why are we struggling here at Burnley? Like, it's Burnley, we should be beating them. And that's what this long-term process is about. It's, it's that mentality. It's always that mentality about Burnley. It's like, oh, we're coming here. They're just going to stick 11 men behind the ball yeah. and we stress we should be beating them. But yet, for example, when people go to Brighton, they don't think like that. They think, good side, if, if we if we get a point here, happy days. And I think if the process continues, we're hoping. I know, I know it's a it's a very hard thing to replicate is, is what Brighton are doing and, and hats off to them. They've been fantastic. But we're hoping to change the mentality surrounding the club. And Vincent Company is a big part of that. Like you mentioned there, that the, the way we play football. And I do just want to get your opinion there. Obviously, we've both got pet pupils and stuff like that. And obviously, yeah, you yeah, stuck yeah. by our tether and stuff like that. So what are your thoughts on Vincent Company and what he's done at Berlin? Now, I don't know how much, obviously, he paid attention to the Championship last season. Because I'll be honest, even when we're not in the Championship, I, I don't pay too much attention to it. So as a top six fan, you probably pay even less attention to it. Yeah. But we obviously dominated the league last year and then... We've tried to do things a little bit differently. So what are your thoughts on, on what Burnley are trying to do and, and what Vincent Company's done at, at the club? Yeah, no, listen, I'm, I'm being honest. I didn't obviously keep a, a massive close side on the championship, but I, I do, I see results and sometimes I'll, I'll, mm. this, I watch a lot of football. It's on my, in my house all the time. So sometimes I will see a bit of play. I've obviously watched a bit of you guys this season as well. And and I like what he's trying. He's got he's got exciting players as well. I, I, I met Kaleosho was one of the players I mentioned as well. I, I like Rodriguez as well. I think you've got players and... and there is there is definitely quality or excitement there. And I know he's trying to play play good football and I, and I like that. I think he obviously needs a cutting edge. But I think all teams, I think I, I don't know if I overheard when he was doing box box with Turkish, I think all teams want, you know, a, a cutting edge striker that you know can just be a killer in front of goal. They're hard to come across at the moment if you unless you're paying crazy, crazy, crazy millions. Um, but I feel like the football you guys are playing, what he's trying to bring is the right way, especially when you're when you're a fan and you're watching it, you, you enjoy you enjoy watching that. You don't want to be you don't want to yeah. always say, oh, long ball, long ball, long ball. I want to come here because they're going to sit behind the ball and just defend the whole time and hopefully they get one attack. I mean, some some people might be happy with that. I'm personally, as a fan, not. I like to watch my team play good football, um, whether we win, lose or draw, as long as, you know, the effort's there and the football's good. So I, I respect company and he's coming from, like you said, he's coming from a school of pep. So it, I respect what he's doing. It might take a bit of time. Um, mm -hmm. I, I, would, I would say stick by him. He said, you know, there's not really much... Uh, worries about right now of him leaving um but it will click i think it will click and, and, and i commend him for coming in and changing philosophy and trying to change the fans perspective of of their team and, and what they're what they need to expect going forward i, I love that arteta did the same he came in yeah. funny enough and, and changed you know our expectations and changed the way we even thought about things and the little changes and the big personalities like the abamians we look to to kind of keep us afloat he was like Nah, don't want him. Not, I don't like the attitude. Move on. I want a team that listens yeah. to being young and thriving and know how to play and play a certain way. And and he's very meticulous. And and anyone that's been under Pep, I feel like has that sort of eye of they want good football and they want to make things, you know, very yeah. It, it was the finer details. So I really respect it, man. And and and, and like I said, I hope you stick by him. And 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 it does click eventually. And I think it will. I think it will. I don't think yeah. you referring to Brighton and even like a Crystal Palace. I don't think there's. I don't think that's too far off it, to look forward to, like look forward to a, a position that you could end up because yes, Brighton are, are phenomenal at the moment. And, well, they are good in the way they play and they have changed their culture as well. Palace have always been, you know, like a mid-table, but 
they've got a good atmosphere and a good vibe around them. But mm. I don't see Burnley being too far off that if you can, if it can just click, which I believe can happen. Yeah, well, fingers crossed. I just want to reference something actually because you mentioned there as well, um, just lacking a cutting edge uh, up front, and I think every Burnley fan. Uh, would agree with you at the minute. And obviously a lot of that has been because as Lyle Foster's been uh, ill, but it's, yeah. it's the news he brought today that he's been struggling with his mental health. So I just want to quickly, obviously, uh, just, just say like, good luck, Lyle. Obviously every Burnley fan's with you, the whole footballing community is with you. You know, I've seen so many football clubs tweet support, so many football fans tweet support. Uh, so if you do stumble across this video, Lyle, big love, mate. Just just keep fighting, mm. mate. Keep fighting the fight and come back when, you, when you're ready. No, don't rush back. Obviously, I'm, I do want to say as well, uh, I've criticised the club in the past for things that they've done uh, as all part of having a podcast and stuff but I do want to say I think they've handled this brilliantly no, yes. they, they've protected Lyle not spoke about it until he's ready for the statement to go out and then they've done an official statement and I just think everybody at the club deserves a lot of respect for the way that they've done um, but but yeah yeah, cheers Cecil and uh, thank you very much um, to all the clubs that have been tweeting support and and yeah just, just come back when you're ready Lyle don't rush back We'll, we'll be here when you come back and hopefully we'll be out of the relegation zone and uh, some of the other players that have stepped up and put the ball in the back of that in your absence. Definitely, definitely. There's a lot of scrutiny in football and I think mental health is very key and big up for the way your club has handled it as well. And it's, it's serious. It's serious in sport. I mean, I have a company called Talent Transfer and I mentor young scholarship boys in the Football League. Mm. Um, and I go to every club and help them with the transition from leaving the game and actually whilst they're in it, scholarship players. So, I deal with a lot of young academy players and their mental health and, 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 and issues within the game when it comes to being released. So I fully get it. And players have it. So they do have it difficult. I know as much people feel, oh, you're getting paid all this money and all this. Yeah. Yeah. But everyone has their own battles. So listen, take your time. And I hope he's fully recovered when he returns as well, because it, it can be tough. And yeah, I feel like your club's gone about things the right way as well. Support is, is always there. And, and yeah, we've done the right thing. Away days are fantastic, especially when you win the league at Ewood Park. But there's still nothing quite like playing at home. The same goals for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Yeah, appreciate that, mate. Just going back to the manager debate, then obviously you sort of like said, stick by a company or things may click eventually. Obviously, there was a lot of noise about Arteta, even so much as, you know, two years ago, the last time we played, <clears throat> excuse me, you were just referencing earlier, you were sweating because of pressure on Arteta. Yeah. You obviously didn't want, him to, didn't want to lose his job at somewhere like Burnley, for example. Is Obviously, you've now turned a corner. You now look like you have an identity. And I think that was part of the problem. It wasn't really the results. You didn't really see an identity under Arteta, whereas now you do. Is it 100% fans behind him or is there still a little bit of murmuring like, oh, we should be winning stuff, you know, because some fans are used to winning stuff? What's the thought process like with Arteta? It's a good question. Um, I speak to so many fans, so there's no way I can sit here and say everyone is behind him 100%. No one's talking yeah. about because because I, I get so many different opinions, so many different views, and there's always going to be a majority that doubt and question Mikel Arteta. Um Especially just the fact, you know, we didn't get top four two seasons ago. We just we just missed it by then. We just missed out on winning the league last season. So there's question marks with falling out of cup competitions. But I think the majority, if I'm being honest, or the majority I've spoken to, they are fully behind him. And and you know what? No, I'm gonna stick with that. Yeah, they're they're fully behind it. And I feel it. I feel it. I go to games. I feel the support from from the uh, the fans to the players whole wholeheartedly. I see it day in day out. Um, 
they, they do back him that they they are trusting this process and, and I actually believe they have every right to Joe. I'll be real there, there's so many things don't get me wrong there's things he has done wrong and I think there's been a certain amount of fans that will, will call him out for his mistakes but the majority of what he's done has been is has been good been good he's he's galvanized this team he's galvanized the fans he's introduced so many little things um he's he's, he's obsessed with with success and trying to win. I mean, you saw after the Newcastle game when he's how angry he was because of small margins. He understands, you know, these all count to, you know, getting a league title. Um, it's little things and things that may annoy people, but I like small details like this. Bringing in, there's a dog at the training ground to keep the spirits high at Arsenal Football Club. They've got a blacked out Premier League trophy and they want to make it, they want to make it turn to colour because there's a space for that in case we win it one day. There's, there's, there's a new song, the North London Forever. There's, there's yeah. so much we have, you know, we've got introduced fans at like the Ashburton Army and at stadiums. And there's so much that these are little things I understand, but they all add to it. The young team that he's stuck by, he trust. Um, the style of play is phenomenal. Uh, he's trying players in different positions. He's trying to build a squad this season where we don't burn out towards the end. Um, it takes time. It does take time. And I've never been a fan of, of the culture, the, the, the cutting of manager culture. Recycle, next one in. Let's just yeah. try and next one, new one. I, I was never a fan of that. So I, I thought it was quite brave because Arsenal Football Club are a massive club. I thought it was quite brave of the owners to stick by him. But in my opinion, and fans I spoke with, I think they've done the right thing. I think patience is key. And, and we seem to be going in the right direction. I know people will say we haven't been our fluent best this season, but we're still on course for potentially silverware or maybe a challenge for the title. Yeah, that was my next question. What are your ambitions then for this season? Because through are you officially through in the Champions League to the latter stages now? Is uh, it, are you officially out of the group? There's a poss- there's a possibility that if we lose both our games and, and another team, uh, I think it's either Lons or um PSV, if they win both theirs, they can go, they can well, if both those teams win both their games, we lose both our games, we can miss out, but it's very unlikely. We're, we're definitely likely yeah. to qualify qualify with either first or second spot. Um but yeah, expectations. Um is that what you're alluding to? Yeah, expectations. Because obviously, like I said, you're fourth in the league. Like I said earlier, I don't know if I referenced it on this show or just Turkish as earlier or I registered it or ball, but I had a bet on Arsenal to win the league. I do yeah. think you'll short, fall short now because of the striker issues. Um, so is it a case of try and go as far as you can in the league and, and run City as far as you can? Is it a case of just make sure you don't finish below Tottenham and maybe win some silver there. Like what 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 are you trying to achieve now this season? Like what do you think you can achieve? Okay, so I predicted Arsenal to finish second before the season started with Man City finishing top. I yeah I also predicted that well I want silverware this season. And I'll be honest, I'll be hundred percent honest, don't care what it is. You can give me a league cup. Yes, it's not a set that's not the highest of standards and I'm gonna be dancing around the place, even though I do like to dance. Um but I want trophy, I want silverware this season. I know we picked up the community shield, but most people don't consider that as, as a major trophy. It's not a major trophy, but I did enjoy the day at Wembley. But I want silverware. I want a, a, a League Cup, a FA Cup or a Champions League. Um, I think it'd be difficult to win the Premier League this season. Um, yeah. However, and a big however, I believe in my wholeheartedly that when this team is fit, fully fit, the full articles are including Timber, the Partey's, the Rice, I know there is question marks over the striker situation, but I believe by yeah. the time it's fully fit, and if we get a striker in January, I also want a midfielder, but if we get a striker in January with a fully fit Arsenal side, we can push, we can push to, to get a number one spot. And I generally honestly believe that. I just feel like it's about keeping people fit, which is, is a, is a struggle, I think, for many clubs at the moment. But if that is the case, 
will, will definitely be up there. But I want to see silverware. That's my expectation. I need to see. Yeah. Uh, and, and I know you referenced it there, that the, the, stri <laughs> the striker issue. I, I do think that's just what you're missing. Now, if you had an, I know I said it on box to box, but I know it's an easy observation to make. But if you had a striker that you can hang your hat on who gets 25 to 30 goals a season, I think you win the league. I think you're just missing that. Is that a fair assessment? I think it's a fair assessment. I, I'm trying to do the whole let me look deeper because manifest it. Yeah, yeah. because I, I'm trying to look even further because there's things I always say every window we need this, we need this, and then Arteta will go yeah. and get a backup goalkeeper or, an, or a first choice goalkeeper to compete mm. with another first choice goalkeeper. Yeah. I'm trying to look deeper and think, is there anything else? And I did kind of set it there. I said, yes, we need a striker, but we're going to need a midfielder as well because we're going to need one of, of the top caliber because look, we don't tick without, and I, it, it doesn't pay me to say, but we don't tick without Thomas Partey. Yes, we've got Declan Rice. But if we have Declan Rice, Thomas Partey and Amar, I know the guy, this Arsenal team flies, regardless if there's uh, Jesus up top or uh, I can't say an Eddie because that midfield is so strong with the Saliba and Gabriel at the back. So I think we need a midfielder because I feel like Partey's time is slowly coming to an end at Arsenal. He's constantly injured. Um, mm -hmm. He's constantly not available in big games or available for Arsenal. So I feel like we need to we need to look in the window for a midfielder as well. But the main issue is, yes, a striker. We need someone that can bag, like you just mentioned, more than 15 goals in a league in a league campaign, which hasn't been done by both our strikers currently. Um, but that is hard to come by, in my opinion. Yeah, of course it is. Of course it is. Do you think you'll be looking at Ollie Watkins then in, in January? I mean, they'll want a lot of money for him, won't they? Villa, uh, Arvin Tony? They will. Ollie Watkins. Also, Ollie Watkins, a friend of mine. Um, Is he actually? Yeah. I did not know yeah, that. Big loss, big Put a good loss. word in, mate. Put a good word yeah, in, get I'm, it done. Well, last season when he scored against Saliba, I went and spoke to him. And it, funny enough, he actually said to me, he was like, oh, I think we can win the league. And I laughed because I thought he meant Villa. <laughs> and he was like, <laughs> but sorry, that's, that's really bad. But that's why I laughed. I thought, oh, I thought he meant Villa. He goes, he goes, no, you know I'm an Arsenal fan. And I was like, I, I actually did, but I completely forgot. And, I forget how big of an Arsenal fan he is because he actually is a big supporter of the club. And um, I mean, I, I think he would like to be Arsenal, but if I don't, it's, it's such a tough one. He's in great form at the moment. I just don't know if he is that. I don't think he's that striker. Mm. And even Ivan Tony, I think he's great, but I still don't know if he is the he is the right answer to Arsenal's problems as well. I still feel who like is who is that striker that you need then? An, uh, an Oshman, which is probably unlikely. Harry Kane, very unlikely, of course. He's yeah, a, very unlikely. <laughs> that's the sort of calibre of striker I want. And 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 that's no offence to Ollie Watkins or no offence to Ivan Tony as well, because if they come, obviously, I open them. I'm sorry, I welcome them with open arms. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not looking down on them. I just think we need, we need more than that. Or, I'd, yeah, I think we just need more than that. And, and I feel like we might need to... I don't know if we're going to need to get someone completely different to what we have up front. I don't know if we need someone who's the same style as a Jesus or an Eddie mm. or the ones that, you know, bring other players into play or if we just need a bully up front. That's why I, I, I am questioning it. I don't have the answers and apologies to the Arsenal fans that might be listening or Burnley fans that are intrigued at the situation of our striker. It is tough to, to know who the right person is, but I don't get paid to scout. Unfortunately, I was going to say, you're not a scout, are you? Yeah, so. I just know we need a striker and a midfielder, in my personal opinion. In, in the, yeah, fair opinion. enough. So, yeah. Fair enough. Let's look ahead to the actual match then. Obviously, you mentioned earlier you want to put Burnley to the sword to make a statement. How do you think the match will go? Do you think you'll put Burnley to the sword? Do you think it'll be comfortable? Oh, do I think it'll be comfortable? Um, 
it's again, I don't want to come across. No, no <laughs> I, I, I do think it'll be comfortable only because I've watched you guys this season and company is very adamant that he's going to keep playing his way, which is fine, by the way. That mm. is fine. But coming to the Emirates to play against a team that loves teams that come out and play against us, we tend to thrive. We tend to have a field day. If, I think if you sit in a low block, um, which teams tend to do when they come to the Emirates, you 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 keep the score down unless we can unless you concede early. That's a fact. If you concede yeah. it early, then we kind of start to have a bit of fun. We say you have to open up against us, and if you do that, we'll pick you off. Um, we actually saw it the other night against Sevilla. Um, yeah. We went one nil up, and players were having. Martinelli was literally having a laugh with his fullback, just taking them. He was just rinsing him, flicking overheads, taking him on. But like we were we were proper enjoying ourselves, and I feel like if we can get that sort of level of confidence back against you guys if we get an early goal then yeah you could see a scoreline of four three or fours but um but it, I just, it just depends how you guys come out and play but like i said if you stick to your your way of playing i don't know how that would be the best um way to, to come against us so i hope you hopefully company has um assessed us and he's gone with a game plan to kind of stifle us but i don't know if, if he's going to do that or just stick to the way you want to play yeah, well, Vincent did say today in his press conference that Ekdal will be in contention, well, may be in contention. And he just said, yeah, he's been injured for quite a while, all yeah. season, I think, actually. I think, uh, so it will be interesting to see because obviously um, Bay has been injured recently, but came back in against Palace and you know, met, met a mistake that led to a goal. So there's been a few rumours, nothing substantial, to be fair, that we might go five at the back and play three centre-backs. So if that is the case, then it's looking like he might be changing it a little bit. But we did that against Man City on the opening day of the season. City won three one, um, uh, three nil. Sorry, um, so <laughs> it's um, yeah, it's it's. Um, I think either way, I think uh, I think I'll, I'll struggle to find a Burnley fan that's going to go into this and say I, th- I think we'll win this. I'll, there'll be one or two, don't you worry about that. But I think we'll I think we'll struggle to find a Burnley fan that's going to predict a win, and that leads me on very nasty that does, predictions. That does worry. Oh, sorry, me. Before I go to predictions, that does worry me though because I do this. I do this preview with a West Ham fan. He's a young boy. Every time we play them. And I have this same feeling every time I before we play them. And we always, always get a shock result. The last mm. season was the draw when we was in the title race. Um, this season, the cup game, yeah. I was saying three, fours, you know, we should be, we will be all right. But we get absolutely pumped. We have a, a shocker of a game. So yeah, I hate this feeling that I have, and I think Arsenal fans, if they know and they watch Air TV, they'll know when I'm confident things aren't always the greatest. So keep that in mind. There could be a shock result, honestly. And Burnley fans, that it does happen. It's Arsenal Football Club, but they can throw themselves up. But I am going to stick with my confidence and go 4 <laughs> 0. Story to say, but that is kind of how I, that's where I'm at right now at this stage for this game. Yeah, you don't need to apologise, mate. I've seen some Burnley fans already predicting 6-0. So at least you're a bit more reserved than some of them. Uh, I, I am going to be a bit more reserved. I do think we'll get beat. I think we'll get beat 2-0. I think we might be a little better at the back with Ekdal in there, if he's in there, and playing five at the back. But we'll see. I don't think we'll make the same mistakes that we did against Palace. And I don't think we'll set up in the same way that we did against Palace. I'm hoping, not that company's going to change his style, because I don't want him to. I don't want him to turn his back on his style. But just make some tweaks. Just make, yeah. make some tweaks. Play five at the back. If you want to play out from the back, fine. Just, you know, five at the back might might solidify us a little bit. Yeah. But, yeah, thanks for coming on, mate. It's been an absolute pleasure. Um, yeah. Do you want to let everyone know? I mean, people will know where to find you guys already. But if they don't, do you want to let everyone know where they can find you? 
Um, yeah, just every, everything on socials is Cecil underscore J-double-E. Um, so Cecil G. And then, yeah, I'm on AFTV pretty much every day. So if you, yeah, you might have seen Facebook before or you might see me going viral for something stupid, whether that's me dancing or me wearing T-shirts at Christmas. You might have seen my face. So yeah, you can find me across um, those sort of socials and, and their AFTV. But thank you for having me on as well, man. The big, big podcast, Turf, uh, Turfcast. So I really appreciate you having me on, man. Big up. No, thank you, mate, for coming on. Obviously, you said off camera you had a big night last night, obviously, doing the Champions League stuff and, and stuff yeah. like that. Actually fell asleep while I was talking to Turkish earlier on. That's how tired he's been. So it's an absolute pleasure uh, that you've come on, mate. I do appreciate it. But thank you. Good luck for the season. Just not on Saturday, but let's be fair, you probably won't need it, mate. Thank you, Aurora. Thank you, thank you. Cheers, mate. Take care. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates have already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.